Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. I just would like to go on record of saying I think this is a colossal mistake if they bring these charges. Um, not this one. First of all, it's not going to work. It's going to be rocket fuel for his 2024 campaign. And it's just going to look to MAGA Nation like, oh, you know, you tried with Mueller, you tried with Ukraine, you tried with January 6th, now we go to the porn star? Really? You're down to that? That was Bill Maher. Even Bill Maher has figured out that this is a loser. In fact, despite what Chuck Todd said on Sunday and to me personally on Friday, all four cases are losers, all of them. Georgia, January 6th, Mar-a-Lago, and this fat loser, Alvin Bragg, the president of the New York Yankees. Boy, the Yankees are banged up, man. That starting pitching is, they've been ravaged. Haven't played a game yet, but yes. Randy Levine... No, the president of the team will join us next, 9.05. Yankees opening day, Thursday, two days in the Bronx, hosting the San Francisco Giants. So we'll talk to him. But my next guest is, uh, well, he's a star here, noon to one on Sundays. And um, he's also on Newsmax. I saw him at Newsmax last week. I was um, there saying hello to a friend. And he was there, and he was complimenting me on my physique He's also a pollster, a political commentator, an author, and one of Donald Trump's best buddies. Here he is, Dick Morris. Dick, good morning. How are you, pal? Good morning. I, I'm amazed you have time in the morning to do radio because it looks like you work out every hour. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that on Friday, I must have told a thousand people that, including yeah, Boris Epstein. I'm like, my guy Dick Morris said I'm in great shape, so thank you for that. That's very sweet. You heard that. Uh, thank you, Dick. You heard Bill uh, Bill Moore there. Both yeah, Republicans and Democrats have come to the realization this is a loser, and uh, they need to, to leave Donald Trump alone with this, yes? I, yes, of course. I also appreciate you playing my music. That for those who don't watch yes. my show, yes, Lou Rufino knew that. Yes, yes, yes. Stuck in the middle with you, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, and that's my political profile. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, you, you, I, Mar, what, that was Bill Maher. That's great. He was absolutely right. It's rocket fuel for the candidacy, and everybody knows that it's meaningless. <laughs> and it has all kinds of detriments for the Democrats. First of all, it's going to use up their time, and all the time that they should be spending making their case to the American people and opposing Donald Trump for specific substantive reasons. They're going to spend on this kind of fact. And uh, 
we learned in the you know I defended Bill Clinton and the Monica Lewinsky thing. I was the only one he told the truth to, and um, I I told him that you know the Republicans are just wrong for coming after you on this because the country is going to be just fed up and it's going to say, come on, stop it. Don't you have anything better to talk about? And that's true here. And uh, with all of these four cases, it's just going to eat up time, eat up the the time they have to talk to people and uh, and, oh, and not hurt Trump at all. And in fact, it'll energize people because they'll understand that the deep state is striking back. And the greatest evidence you can have that Donald Trump is real and is not one of the crowd and is different is the way they're fighting him, the way they're coming after him. And uh, the more they do that, the more it gratifies him. It also enrages him. And, you know, I was thinking of something this morning. Finally, reality is coming around to meet Donald Trump. Things are as outrageous as he's always thought they were. And it's okay to be as angry as he's always been. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Now, objectively, it's true. Yep. Yep. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Again, this is Dick Morris, noon to one every Sunday here on WABC. Uh, Dear, dear friend of Trump. In fact, when I saw him on Friday, he had just hung up with uh, with the president. Um, There are people that say to me, look, I love Trump. I voted for him the first two times. I love his policies. I can't vote for him again. I can't do it. I love his policies. But he continues to get in his own way. The whole baseball bat picture. I mean, people think he lied. He did put it up. He didn't put it up. It doesn't matter. They're tired of his nonsense. So they love his policies, but they feel like he's not electable. When somebody says that, Dick Morris, what do you say? Well, first of all, ever since Afghanistan, he has been five to seven points ahead of Biden in the polling. Uh, So that's one. And he lost by four. So he's turned around about 10 points since the election of 2020. And he's kept it. it, it, He first developed a lead over Biden in June of 2021. And he's kept it ever since in monthly polls that we take. So not unelectable. He's damn near elected. And uh, when people say that they like his achievements, but they don't like his style, that is so stupid. I mean, I like General Patton's achievements for beating the Germans. Yeah. I like very much that he won World War II, but his style just grates on me. Can't he be a kinder, gentler General Patton? <clears throat> the fact is that Donald Trump's style is integral to his achievement. Yeah. Why does North Korea not test missiles and bombs during the Trump presidency and then start immediately after he leaves office? Why? Because Donald Trump told Kim Jong-un when he said he had a big button that could destroy the United States. He said, listen, listen, Buster, I have a bigger button than you do. Right. And that set him up completely. Well, you, the, the, even the, the better example, Dick, is, uh, is Afghanistan when he actually sat with the leader of the Taliban with a yep. map and pointed out and said, hey, buddy, this is where your wife and kids live. I have yeah, no right. problem blowing that thing up in two seconds. Yeah, Absolutely. So it takes a ruthless SOB to be president, for God's sakes. And uh, and you have to be that way, otherwise you don't get anything done. Washington is not a nice place. And uh, it takes a bull in the china shop to take on the deep state and to beat it. And that's Trump's style. If you tell him he's got to 
moderate your style. It's like telling a lion, I, I like the way you hunt, but I hate your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Moore is on fire this morning. Forget about Chris Rock. Uh, well, i got to ask you this, though. Uh, I know you talk to the president all the time, and he asks you what your advice, and he should. You're, you're brilliant. I love you, Dick. Uh, should the president, uh, moving forward with this campaign, should he spend more time talking about the achievements that he had when he was president or how badly things have gone since Joe Biden took over? Well, it's the same conversation. Uh, you can look at the Biden administration as the frame on the picture, and the picture is what Trump did, and the frame is what Biden didn't do. So you can only really appreciate Donald Trump's handling of the economy when you see how ineptly uh, Biden did it. Uh, we're not, we don't appreciate that Russia didn't invade Ukraine under Trump, uh, but when they invaded under Biden, they said that's because he's so weak. And it, 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 Trump's achievements become obvious in the context of Biden's failures. And that's the unique thing about Trump's candidacy, because he's both a challenger and an incumbent. It's the first time we've ever had that. Mm, it's true. He's running against Biden, and yeah. he's running yeah. on his reelection. Well, I mean, according and to, to according to him, and, according to him and Boris, he hasn't lost yet. He's still going to win for the third consecutive time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I yeah, do, right. I do, I know, I do want to ask you about uh, suburban housewives because anybody you talk to about this says, "Listen, his base is strong. They're loyal. He's got them. He'll grab some other Republicans, maybe some independents, but he takes a thrashing." with suburban housewives. A, is that true? And B, how does he make sure that's not the case, Dick Morris, in 2024? Well, first of all, it, it, there is truth to it. And uh, he took a real shellacking over the abortion decision in the Supreme Court. And that's why the Republicans didn't have a red wave in 22. And they're going to have to deal with it in 24 because it's a very potent argument for the Democrats. But going against that, is the Parents' Bill of Rights just passed the House that says that it's your right as a mother and father to know what your kids are being taught in school. After being taught gender change or being taught uh, about alternate lifestyles in, their fourth, in the fourth grade, they're being taught critical race theory. I think that has a huge impact. You see, the one affects unmarried women. The other affects married women. And that's a fault line in our politics. We Trump wins married women by about 15 points, and he loses single women hmm. by about 25 points. Wow. And uh, yeah. whether you're married or not is almost as important as whether you're black or white in how you're going to vote hmm. if you're a woman. And uh, I think that that's, that underscores it. That having been said, at some point, Everybody's going to wake up and say, hey, I can have an abortion if I want to. Uh, my daughter can. My sister can. Um, so what's the big deal? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. know there's theoretically somebody in Mississippi that can't. Right. But, hey, give them bus fare. <laughs> right. No, listen, they've got two things. That's it. They're, for the most part, they're bankrupt, horrible people. They really are. And all they've got is abortion and gun control. And here we are, Dick Morris, another sad Tuesday morning in the United States where little kids were murdered inside their own schoolhouse, not by a gun, but by a crazy person who decided to operate that gun and for whatever reason killed innocent children. If Donald Trump was president today and not Joe Biden, Biden's talking about, once again, gun laws and AR-15s, what would Donald Trump be saying? He would be saying, I'm going to allocate a grant here of X billion dollars to the schools in the United States. And this grant is to put metal detectors and x-ray machines in each school and a cop to man them. And everybody has to have it. Nobody gets in or out of a school without passing through the metal detector, just like on an airplane. Well, let me just remind you that this person yesterday actually shot through a back door to make entry. Yeah, Yeah, okay, but, uh, but a metal detector and an armed cop is something else. Yep. Yep. And uh, a cop with a gun and a metal detector and a locked door uh, is very different. So, you know, we could. there are two ways we could keep airplanes safe. We could ban guns or we could make people go through metal detectors. And uh, we chose the second alternative, and it's worked beautifully. Let's do it for schools. And, by the way, while we're at it, movie theaters and sporting events. When I go to Yankee games, I go through a metal detector yep. all the time. Yep. Uh, you must too, and uh, so that's how you do yep. it. Yep. I mean, you you don't, and you have a cop there with a gun with a metal detector. Right. All of this stuff of of saying, oh, let's solve the underlying sociological and psychological issues there. That's baloney. Just put a damn metal detector. <laughs> well, by the way, are you going Thursday to opening day for the Yankees? Uh, no, but I'm going Tuesday. <laughs> Good man. I'm actually going to have the president of the Yankees, Randy Levine, on right after you, Dick. I got to run, but I have to tell you, this was a great conversation. Go plug your book before I let you go. Thank you, Stu. So, my book is The Return from Speak 2024 Comeback. Thank you, Stu. You're Bye. welcome. It's great to talk to you, and thank you for the kind words about my body. I loved it. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. There he is, Dick Morris. That's a smart guy, man. Noon to one every Sunday really is great. I got to read this from my friend Johnny Tobacco, wise guys in his mind. He goes, I love Dick Morris. You're an amazing interviewer. This is by far the longest stretch I've ever heard Dick where he hasn't plugged his book. <laughs> so I made sure he got to plug it at the end. Great job, Dick Morris. That was a great conversation. Got to bring him back more often. Every time he's on, I say, we got to bring Dick Morris back more often. He's, he's really good. Really good. I don't know what he's saying, but he's really doesn't good. matter. Don't no, worry. He's, about very it. Yeah. He's, he's very calculated. He's very calculated. He's smart. He's like a human I know calculator. He's yes, I know he's smart. He's got to keep coming back. You got to yeah. keep coming right. back. Yeah. All right. He's so smart. Gonna... I don't know what he's saying. <laughs>